0: This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1126. Is this the biggest obstacle to your success? By Dr. Jenny Brockes of com, And I'm Dan, your host of the show, and I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you on this Tuesday, so let's get right to it now as we optimize your life. Is this the biggest obstacle to your success? By Dr. Jenny Brockes of com. Setting out to achieve your goals, to make that cut, or get that promotion, requires a significant amount of effort, commitment, and determination to see things through. Which is why, in our time-pressured, super-busy, super-connected world, we sometimes run out of steam and get stuck. It's been estimated we make anywhere between thirty to 35,000 decisions every day, and spend an average of about 10.5 hours online. Just thinking about that is enough to give us decision fatigue. The problem is, it's easy to fall foul of mental exhaustion, overwhelm, and distraction, which can lead to the biggest obstacle to our success, complacency. Yes, that uncritical satisfaction of our achievements where near enough becomes good enough, where we give ourselves permission to cut corners, take risks, and forgive ourselves for our lackluster performance. It's dangerous because we lose sight of reality. We rationalize, justify, and lose the initiative to seek change. Complacency can kill. In Australia, it's illegal to use your mobile phone while driving, yet almost 60% of drivers survey admit to texting while driving. You might not choose to drive blindfolded, but that's essentially what is happening when you text and drive. Scientists believe between 95 and 99% of our cognitive activity occurs at a subconscious level. Driving, once learned, is an automated behavior though we retain the ability to consciously intercede if something unexpected happens, like a car pulling out in front of us, or the vehicle in front unexpectedly coming to a halt. But we do need to be paying attention first for this to happen, and if we are distracted, we're not looking or noticing. In a new documentary about this hazard, what is perhaps most shocking beyond the lack of awareness by the perpetrators is their acceptance that even with the evidence before them, their expectation to successfully change their behavior is low. Multitasking or task switching in this way doesn't work because the brain isn't designed to operate this way. What it does do is rapidly exhaust the prefrontal cortex, slows down the processing time for new information, and leads to more mistakes being made. Behavioral change is hard, and won't happen unless you want it to. Being given the cold hard facts isn't enough either, because we don't relate the information to ourselves. The brain is really bad at future forecasting and abstract thought. We believe bad stuff happens to other people, not us. As Charles Darwin said, quote, it is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent, but the one that is most adaptive to change, end quote. As humans, the difficulty we face is that brains hate change. It feels dangerous. There's no certainty of reward, and it stinks of effort. Alan Deutschman, in his book, Change or Die, revealed how studies have shown that up to nine out of 10 people don't change their lifestyle or behaviors even when their lives depend on it. Complacency at work hurts the individual because it leads to an acceptance of the status quo and loss of desire for things to be different. Change initiatives are harder to get off the ground. There's a reduction in discretionary contribution and collaboration. Why do we get stuck in complacency? This can boil down to a variety of factors, including boredom and fear. To learn, we have to apply our full and undivided attention. And as John Medina, author of Brain Rules, reminds us, the brain does not pay attention to boring things. Without attention, we fail to learn, and engagement drops. Our attention span is already under attack from the barrage of information we attempt to deal with every day, our social media that feeds our need for instant gratification, and our never-ending internal chattering dialogue of thoughts. Your brain is also a scaredy-cat, hyper-alert to anything new or different in the environment. With the default setting to assume danger first, it takes more time and effort to weigh up all the pros and cons and determine that it's safe to proceed, which can lead to the thinking, why take the risk if you're in familiar territory and happy that the ways things are being done, while not perfect, are acceptable overall? Complacency is a problem when it becomes a collective because it leads to team and organizational dysfunction. What helps to overcome complacency and feeling stuck? 1. Connect with your purpose. It's important to know why you want to get unstuck and do things differently. 2. Commit to your chosen goal. 3. Map out your plan and timetable to follow. 4. Find an accountability buddy, a pit crew of support, and or a mentor. Create your own community of those you know you can trust for support. Five, expect setbacks as normal rather than a reason to quit. Six, review progress regularly. Seven, celebrate all wins, big and small, to keep the momentum going. And eight, stay on the path because change is a continuum. Repeated experience helps to shape your beliefs, makes it easier to reframe your world perspective, and lays down new neural pathways for habits and skills. If you understand how change works and keeps you out of the dangerous corner of status quo, it's easier to discover the right tools for you to effect the desired change that becomes more readily achievable, sustainable, and effective to lead you to achieve your goals. For organizations, reducing complacency and the associated status quo bias in decision-making is vital for future business growth and success. You just listened to the post titled, Is This the Biggest Obstacle to Your Success? by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Dr. Jenny has presented to and worked with thousands of people to empower them to cultivate their own thriving mind. What gets her out of bed in the morning is the opportunity to impact someone else's world, seeing that spark of insight in their eyes when they see what they can do for themselves. As a voracious reader and prolific writer, she continues to indulge her curiosity and has just published her fourth book, Thriving Mind, How to Cultivate a Good Life. And as a board-certified lifestyle medicine physician and best-selling author, Her vision is to enable everyone to be a happy, thriving human. And the website is very much worth checking out. Just come by drjennybrockus.com for much more. But that wraps up today's installment. Hope you enjoyed the post and I will see you right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.